0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 3rd of April. The oil cartel OPEC unexpectedly announced a one million barrel per day cut in production over the weekend, which has pushed up oil prices. It's worth noting that what is announced by OPEC and what happens in reality is not always exactly the same thing but the market should have factored that in to its assessment of the price. The move takes the price of crude oil back to where it was 20 days ago, and so directly it's rather hard to present this as a major shake-up for the inflation outlook. However, if there are sufficient stories about higher oil prices in suitably sensationalist tones, the higher oil price might bolster some of the profit-led inflation, where margin expansion is disguised as part of a fairy tale. That does seem a bit of a stretch, however. If oil remains in the range it occupied for most of the first quarter of this year, then the disinflation impulse to year-over-year inflation should remain in place. The other side of the equation is the extent to which global demand for energy slows down. This is partly about the level of overall economic growth and partly about the composition of economic growth. If China's reopening is soft, that slows energy demand. If China's reopening is skewed towards services rather than goods or infrastructure, that should tend to slow energy demand. More important is the question of whether the recent banking volatility in the United States provokes a sharper economic slowdown there. This is still too soon to tell. We're in limbo for a few more weeks at least. But the evidence is that the churn in bank deposits has subsided. If that is so, then it suggests a need for less of a need for smaller banks to rush to liquidity by tightening lending standards. The link is not quite that direct. Nervous loan officers may accelerate the tightening of lending standards regardless of deposit churn. But in the absence of definitive news, the smoke signals are drifting in a cautiously optimistic manner. Disinflation forces have been growing in strength, at least if the latest US data is anything to go by. The weight of the US personal consumer expenditure prices that are growing less than 2% on an annualised rate has been increasing. What the data is showing is that there are exceptional inflation rates in certain areas. And this again comes back to the concept of profit-led inflation. Not all sectors can spin a story to create margin expansion. Consumer durable goods are in deflation on the US consumer price inflation numbers, for example. But where a story can be spun and profit margins are taking a leap up, the impact on prices in that specific sector is quite strong. However, when the growing what the growing disinflation story does remind investors is just how quickly pricing power can melt away. There are a number of business sentiment opinion polls out today. Japan's Tonkan survey has already been released. The measure was a little subdued, with capital spending plans, in particular, quite moderate. The US is offering the ISM survey, with the range of estimates skewed to the downside. As ever, with US survey data, there's the normal problem of survey quality. People don't necessarily answer the question that they've been asked, and the additional fun overlay of political partisan bias. Just because people are asked to give factual answers doesn't mean they will give factual answers. That's all for today. Have a good day.